Good Thursday afternoon, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, um, and this is the I Love Seville show, the platform of influence for a 300,000-person market that we call Charlottesville in Central Virginia. We're going to break some news for you today. Fortune 500 company, potentially to the J.C. Penney space, now confirmed by two sources. Details to come on this program. I want to ask this question. Did Albemarle County make a mistake allowing Pro Renata to open a second epicenter in Stanton? I'll also talk about a significant development project underway in Greene County. Neil Williamson, thank you, my friend, for that information. Neil, you're watching. Love you, Neil. If you were here, Neil, I'll give you a flying chest bump. Uh, well Hung Vineyards. Neil is a partner of Well Hung Vineyards. Support Well Hung Vineyards and support Neil Williamson and the Free Enterprise Forum. Literally on the program right now, Judah, there is four developers watching the show right now. A call it eight individuals with net worth of a hundred million dollars or more. A handful of entrepreneurs four elected officials, and more small business owners than I can count. This is the plan for the I Love Seville show. We like to percolate and chitter-chatter about content in this area. We'll talk Laura Foner opening a new restaurant on the downtown mall in the old Passiflora space. There's a little bit of irony there that she's taking over Passiflora, which was previously owned by Hunter Smith. And Hunter Smith was the demise of her restaurant, Siren. I would say there's some, some irony, some sweet irony for Laura there. Make sure we're on a two-shot. That's why the, uh, if you're watching, go ahead. Poetic justice. Poetic justice. That's Janet Jackson and Tupac Shakur in Poetic Justice. You ever seen that movie? It was fantastic. Janet Jackson's a beautiful lady. And Tupac Shakur, rest in power, gone way too young. Tupac Shakur, hello. Um, so we talk about stuff that matters to you on the show. We encourage you, the viewer and listener, to jump in with your ideas, your conversations, your questions, and help shape the, shape the show. Yesterday, we talked about pro Renata expanding to Stanton. Dr. John Shabe. John, are you watching the program? John, are you watching the program? Let me know when Dr. John Shabe is watching the program. Chip Clark and Brian Combs did a fantastic job on yesterday's show highlighting that pro Renata is going to build this massive epicenter in Stanton, downtown Stanton. I think this is going to be one of the... Impetus, impetuses, impeti. What, what is what, one of the impeti? Can you go on a two shot whenever you talk, if you could, please, so we don't have a voice of God? That would be very, very well preferred. That's generally how the production does. Impetus, impeti. What would you call it? It's impetuses. I think it's going to be one of the impetuses for development in Stanton. And if you're in the city of Charlottesville, you need to understand, if you're a stakeholder in the city of Charlottesville, and I guess I'm a stakeholder in the city of Charlottesville with, with, a, with a building that we own um, on Market Street and a business called the I Love Seville Show, you got to feel a bit, a bit threatened 
in a very respectful and kind way. Maybe threatens not the right word, but you, you, you see clear and present danger. People are saying they're not hearing you, Judah. Is your mic on? Multiple people. Are you hearing him now? Judah, you don't have it plugged in. You don't have it plugged in. All right. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Dylan's rule, get to your comment here. Go to the one shot. Thank you for the multiple people who are saying we don't hear Judah on the show. Um, can you hear me now? Yes, they can hear you now. Your mic is plugged into the soundboard. Can we go on the one shot, please? And let's welcome, uh, let's get to the news, the top headline today. If, if, if you saw this yesterday, you probably would not have believed it. Amazon Web Services is going to invest $11 billion into Louisa County for a data center by 2040. Crazy number. 11 with a B, billion. By 2040 into Louisa County, which is central Virginia. Sean Tubbs has got... Didn't I read that that was just like one-fifth of what they're going to invest in, in Virginia overall? In Virginia overall. Virginia is a great state to do business in. This is a huge – let's talk about this from a macro standpoint, and then we'll talk about this from a Louisa County standpoint, a Charlottesville standpoint, and how it's going to impact Judah Wickhauer, how it's going to impact me, my wife, our two sons, and you, the viewers and listeners, fine and fair citizens of Charlottesville, Albemarle, Louisa, and Central Virginia. First, the macro, Okay. Glenn Youngkin, mm-hmm. this is a huge, huge leverage point for Glenn Youngkin. Yeah. Not just the Louisa County investment, but the significant investment across the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yeah. I can assure you Glenn Youngkin is going to use this, utilize this, leverage this to his advantage. If anyone believes that Glenn Youngkin is not eyeing the White House, whether a president or vice president, you're not reading the tea leaves correctly. In the Commonwealth of Virginia, you can't run for consecutive terms if you're the governor. So once this term is up, Yunkin's got to figure out what's next for him. Yunkin does not need any more money. He's rich as F. Does not need any more money. Funded much of his campaign for governor. He beat Terry McAuliffe, a career politician, many would call a significant upset. So far, the Yunkin campaign, or excuse me, the Yunkin term, I think has gone fairly well. Yunkin managed the Commonwealth through COVID, took the Commonwealth through COVID. Yunkin has parents backing him for schools and what he's doing with transparency between education and households, schools and households. Mm-hmm. Yunkin has taken the Commonwealth through the pandemic, and now Yunkin has an insignificant. I want you to say your stat again of what you read of what Amazon's going to do in the Commonwealth. Maybe you call it up so you can have it verbatim with the link that I sent you. Yeah. Now Commonwealth has another, is it arrow in his quiver? Is that how I say it? Arrow yeah. in his quiver. Amazon Web Services flocking to Virginia. You got that stat ready to go? Amazon Web Services is going to invest $35 billion in Virginia by 2040. Did I steal your thunder? I don't care. I apologize. I'm not trying to steal your thunder. That's okay. You want to get a haircut with me next week on the show? No, that's okay. Why? 
Because I, I want to grow the top out a little bit. Okay. Do what you want. That's all right. $35 billion in Virginia by 2040. That's a pretty impressive resume or track record for Yunkin making a push to the next level of politics. Is it U.S. Senator? Is it Vice President? Is it President? I mean, everybody's, uh, everybody's apparently pushing him to uh, run for President. Is this your next Republican GOP candidate? Could be. I mean, just think about that. So that's, that's, that's the storyline from a macro level. $35 billion invested in the Commonwealth by 2040. Let's talk about the $11 billion investment in Louisa County by 2040. What's the impact of an $11 billion with a B investment by Amazon Web Services in the area? You want to go first on this? I have some, quite, I have some ideas. Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> growth. Um, not only, I mean, I, I really like the way, uh, the way the article worded things. It sounds like, sounds like they're, they're not just plopping this down in the middle of wherever, you know, uh, in the middle of houses or neighborhoods. Or, uh, it sounds like they've got, uh, they've got ideas, they've got plans for this that are going to, you know, that are going to, uh, they're going to, uh, they're going to take care of things like sound and they're not going to, sorry. Get uh, to the point. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but you're beating around the bush here. It sounds like they, they've made plans for this. It's not just, uh, you know, hey, we're going to build some stuff. Yeah, it's $11 billion. They have plans with the $11 billion deployment. Um, I'll highlight this. Louisa County Community Engagement Manager Cindy King said the Lake Anna Technology Campus, LATC, near the North Anna Power Station, and the North Creek Technology Campus, NCTC, near the Northeast Creek Reservoir, are the two sites Amazon is evaluating. I've said on this program, and I'm documented and on record, and J-Dubs, you know this as well as I do, that the UVA Biotech School Mm -hmm. and the UVA Data Science School and UVA Expanding Enrollment and UVA hiring more professors to manage that expanded enrollment is going to uptick incremental citizen base, add more people to this central Virginia market to the tune of five to 8,000 people over the next 10 years. And 10 years is a pretty large number. I think it's probably more five to seven years. Amazon Web Services spending $11 billion and opening two technology centers in Louisa County. Louisa County is smack dab in the middle of central Virginia. I'm going to up that number now. I would not be surprised in the next decade if you see 10,000 incremental citizens to central Virginia in the next 10 years. Data science, biotech, UVA's commitment to an expanded enrollment, hiring more personnel to service that enrollment, and now this? Mm -hmm. I want anyone who's watching this program to ask this question. Where are these people going to live? Yesterday on Real Talk with Keith Smith, we learned that there were 44, I think the number was 44 active listings in the car footprint. That's in Louisa? Car footprint, Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors, the entire region. Wow. 44 active listings. What the hell is going to happen when 10,000 new people come here in the next five to seven years? What is it going to do to real estate prices? What's it going to do to... 
Gentrification influences and impacts. How is it going to push people to different jurisdictions and different zip codes, pushing them away from the epicenter of employment? Will Louisa become an epicenter of employment? Louisa is smack dab in the middle of Richmond, Shore Pump, and Charlottesville. Louisa has water. Louisa has Lowe's. Louisa has Walmart. Louisa has El Mariachi. And most importantly, what does Louisa have? Uh, I don't know. Room to grow? Interstate 64. Adjacent to it. I-64. Yeah. A major corridor, major interstate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my number of five to 7,000 incremental citizens, new people coming to this area, and I'm going to call it straight up 10,000 people coming to this area in the next decade. And the cause and effect of 10,000 additional people coming to this area in the next decade, outside people to this area with significant six-figure jobs, massive gentrification, people that own homes right now are going to get massive appreciation, massive increases in value. You're going to see significant shifts in a population where Charlottesville and Almaro are going to become your Greenwich your Darien, Connecticut, your Manhattan. I'm not sure I understand. Then you'll see Louisa, Fluvanna, Orange, Barbersville become your, what's a suburb of, of Manhattan? They'll be your New Providence, New Jersey's, your Jersey cities, your Long Island city. I would throw Brooklyn in there, but Brooklyn's extremely expensive right now. You get my drift. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at a crossroads here. And if you want to go to a one-shot so they can see the headlines we're going to talk about. We're at a crossroads here that is... I'm confident we will look back at the 2023 and 2024 calendar years... And when we look back at the 2023 and 2024 calendar years, we will say this 24-month period, I'll even throw 25 in there, this 36-month period is when Charlottesville and Almaro County and Central Virginia change forever. Louisa is absolutely on the rise. Dylan's rule is exactly right. Dylan's rule on Twitter says, yesterday's show was great. I keep saying that Waynesboro and Stanton are eating Charlottesville's lunch right now. A lot of truth to that. Waynesboro just doesn't have a lot of jobs. That's the problem with Waynesboro. Where are people going to work? You may have legitimate competition for Louisa now with Waynesboro. And if you had an opportunity to live in Louisa or Waynesboro, which one would you take? I take Louisa all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Here are the following reasons why. Louisa has the interstate access. You don't have to drive over the mountain to get to Charlottesville. Louisa's a hop, skip, and a jump from Shore Pump in Richmond. And Louisa has work, Walmart, Lowe's, distribution centers, restaurants, Spring Creek, much closer to Charlottesville, epicenter of employment. The rise of Louisa is a straight-up challenge to Waynesboro. Waynesboro's got 64, too. Not like Louisa does. Okay. I mean, it's 64 is there. 
Would you rather drive over the mountain to get to Charlottesville, or would you rather hop on the interstate to get to Charlottesville? Would you rather be 25 minutes from Charlottesville or 30 minutes from Charlottesville and have to go over a mountain? Would you want to be 35 minutes next to 30 minutes from Short Pump, 35 minutes from Richmond, and have restaurants right next to you? Or would you stay in Waynesboro where there's no real work and not a ton of amenities? I'm curious of your take on that, viewers and listeners. What is your take? Put your thoughts in the feed there. In Waynesboro, you'd be closer to the new uh, Pro Renata. Um, that's one option. Hey, uh, Holly Foster and Henrico says, tell Judah to keep his hair short. It makes him look younger, and I liked how good you both looked after your haircuts on the air. Thank Jennifer you. says, I vote for Judah to have short hair. It makes him look younger. Long hair or short hair for Judah? I don't, want, I don't want long hair. I just want the top to grow out a little bit. I don't want it to be like an inch long. Viewers and listeners, put your thoughts in the feed for Judah Wickhauer, who's single and ready to mingle. Andre Xavier says, let's take a moment to congratulate Louisa. Well done. Andre Xavier says the question, where will those high-paying workers reside? The answer is Charlottesville and Almaro. Andre Xavier says, and this guy is the owner of Seville Hop-On Tours, Charlottesville Travel, the owner of Patch Brewery. Andre Xavier knows business like I know business, inside and out, like the Pope knows holy water. Andre Xavier says, I agree. Gordonsville, Zions Crossroads, Orange are all potentially places that will develop because of Amazon Web Services. Interesting to see it happen. I think this is direct competition for Waynesboro's growth. Andre Xavier, fantastic ammunition from you. Viewers and listeners, your thoughts. Ginny Hu says, Louisa, so I'm closer to the Southern Revere? Southern Revere? I'm going to your shot over there, Judah. I've got a sticker on the back of my computer. See it? There you go. Tell us about that sticker. Uh, they came on today Southern, in Manana? Southern Revere. Uh, I believe they're both a... That's uh, in Louisa County. I believe they're a brewery and a uh, winery. Let's see. I'm looking them up now. Linnell says this. Zion Town Center. Stony Point Development has the commercial component of this project. Chesterfield-based Emerson Roper Companies has the 649 residential units. She shares a link. Ooh, if you guys want some ammunition and some very good content from Linnell. Linnell, you are good people. I'm going to retweet, quote retweet this. Everyone, please read this. Go to my Twitter account, at Jerry Miller now, and see the retweet, the quote retweet I did from a Linnell about Zion Town Center. Stony Point Development is Chris Henry's company, friend of the program. He's a developer and a visionary, the guy behind phase three of Dairy Central and Dairy Market. Deep Throat watching the program. Our metro produces around 1,200 units of new housing a year, so we can probably absorb three to 4,000 people a year. But I also think 10K increase in MSA is a very, very conservative assumption. So he thinks it's more. And this guy knows 
this data inside and out. If I were an employer, I'd be looking at setting up in Stanton, Waynesboro, and Louisa. I think I could still attract employees to those places, maybe even more attractive than Charlottesville in terms of value for money. Why come to a place with terrible governance with infrastructure so antiquated and rigid that it is almost impossible to fix when you can go someplace that is still able to be built out? The greatest amenities around here relate to the region, natural beauty, proximity to D.C., and not the city of Seville. Deep Throat, are you going to sell your house? Are you going to sell your house, Deep Throat? We could sell it through this network and save you 6%. I'll only charge you a point and a half. Ginny Hu says, Judah, you are right. Southern Revere is both. Yeah. I'm looking. They got some good stuff. I'm, now I really want to really go out there. You should go out there. They've got, uh, I think you'd like it too. They got uh, I like, I like couple, beer. a couple strong IPAs. I love IPAs. Bales of Haze is 6.8. Uh, Bush Hogged is 6.5. Bush Hog. Uh, a New England IPA and an American IPA. Uh, they got, I mean, shoot, they've got, they might have more, uh, they got, might have more on tap than, uh, than three notched. Uh, Nora Gaffney says, it's Judah's hair. Let Judah do what he wants with his hair. Thank you. I agree with him. His long hair was great too. I'm, I'm not growing it. I'm not growing it long the way it was before. I just want to let the top grow out a little bit more before, uh, before somebody brings a lawnmower to it. Vanessa, pa- <laughs> that's funny. Vanessa Parkhill says Waynesboro has the Hershey plant. There are jobs there. Those jobs just aren't the best paying jobs. It's the problem with the Hershey plant. You don't have the deepest paying jobs there. The jobs that are being created potentially by Amazon Web Services pay considerably more than what the Hershey plant will pay. Hershey plant, very blue collar. Juan Sarmiento says, Southern Revere is literally one and a half miles from my home. The food and the beer are amazing. Nice. That could be a place for a date there, Judah. Yeah. Janice Boyce Trevilian says, Laura is taking over Passiflora. It's such a beautiful rooftop. She says, we moved to Louisa to get away from technology. They have a problem with water for that project. So, Janice, are you going to be moving from Louisa? Is that what you're saying? When a company like Amazon Web Services invest $11 billion into Louisa County over the next 17 years, that is going to have a ripple effect that we should never underestimate. This ripple effect will be new businesses attached or, or trying to link to the Amazon brand It will be a significant amount of outsiders moving to the area with deep six-figure jobs. The HUD area median income per household for our region is $123,300. I am confident in saying that number will jump by at least 10 to 15% over the next decade. These kinds of developments will make home ownership for first-time buyers even more difficult because they will be competing directly with individuals that are new to the area that bring bags of money 
a la Scrooge McDuck. So much money that they can spray and spit gold coins out of their mouth. If you're on the fence about buying a home right now and you're concerned about interest rates and values being too expensive, stop thinking that way because the values are going to get even more expensive with data science, biotech, UVA expanding enrollment, UVA expanding hiring, and now $11 billion from Amazon. Judah, your home just popped 50% in value over the next 10 years. Can you say hallelujah? Can you say thank you, Amazon? Give a chest bump to Jeff Bezos? Or do you find this as being... That's never going to happen. ...being de- demoralizing for you? Uh, demoralizing? You mean demoralizing because uh, there's, no, there's no real reason to sell my house? Because what am I going to buy? I don't think it's demoralizing for you in that way. Well, I think it's because you're the one you, that said demoralized. Well, I'm, because you're a holistic, empathetic, sympathetic, big picture thinker, and you realize that this is going to screw a lot of people that are locals and essentially gentrify them out of their homes. Yeah, I mean that's definitely that's what uh, I meant. Yeah, I I don't know that that would make me demoralized, but uh, I'm not a big fan of Amazon and. Uh, you know, I think this is great for, for Virginia. Um, but, yeah, it uh, it's, seems that uh, all of central Virginia is going in the same direction, and that being uh, less and less affordable. Dylan's Rule says this on Twitter. Dylan's Rule, you are a smart man. Maybe a smart woman. I'm not sure who you are. He, Dylan's rule says, Jerry, whether we're talking Almar, Louisa, Waynesboro, or Stanton, I think Deep Throat is correct. Ah, Deep Throat is becoming a key component of this show. Jerry, whether we're talking Almar, Louisa, Waynesboro, or Stanton, I think Deep Throat is correct. Charlottesville is the donut hole that is plagued by poor governance and an anti-business, pro-activist attitude. Dude, I, I, I'm going to straight up tell you right now, and I'm going to call some people out. I'm going to call some people out, Okay. If we in Charlottesville City continue to vote activists and socialists into office, Charlottesville will lose the economic vitality and strength that it's known for. Because the jurisdictions adjacent to Charlottesville are eating Charlottesville's lunch. The last report, vacancy report, on the downtown mall was 11 units vacant on the downtown mall out of 190. That's the largest vacancy rate in my, one, in my 23 years in Charlottesville. Barracks Road has vacancies. Charlottesville City has vacancies. Yeah. West Main Street has vacancies. Dr. John Shabe. Is John, Dr. John Shabe watching? One of the founders of Pro Renata? John, are you watching? Let me know if you are. He straight up said to us, now this is Almoral County. If you want to go on a one shot so people can see the headlines and then I'll bring you back in the mix. John straight up said this yesterday, the founder of Pro Renata. For roughly 10 years, he asked Ann Malik, Board of Supervisor Ann Malik of Almoral County, to help him get a better water supply. Pro Renata is 1,000 feet from the water supply it needs. 
and Ann Malik, who is about to win her fifth term on the Board of Supervisors. 20 consecutive years if she wins this fifth term. She's running against Brad Rickle, rhymes with pickle. If she beats Brad Rickle, she will serve 20 straight years as the Whitehall District Supervisor in Almoral County. And John, Dr. John Shabe, for nearly a decade, said, Supervisor Malik, we need more water. It's only a thousand feet from us. We need this water to produce, to brew more beer. Can you help us? And Malik didn't even give him the time of day. Malik did not give him the time of day. And you know what that means? You know what that means, Judah? Hmm. That means Pro Renata heads to Stanton, takes five, six million dollars of development money with them, brings a customer base to Stanton, and becomes the impetus for development in a quarter downtown Stanton that previously had 40% of its storefronts vacant. Mm -hmm. Shame on Ann Malik. And I have no disrespect with Ann Malik, the person. She's run for local office. She's a nice lady. She's a kind lady. She's a grandma. I'm not trying to have beefs with grandmas, Judah. I like, I like, I like those Welches, those Welches caramel pieces. That well, is it Welches? Those Werther's Originals. I, I, I would love one of Ann Malik's Werther's Originals that she's got in that glass candy jar on her coffee table. Supervisor Malik, give me a Werther's Original. They, ha- they leave this fantastic flavor in my mouth for, for a long time. Supervisor Malik, I would love to watch Young and the Restless with you. I had a huge crush on cricket growing up, and I thought Victor was the man. Supervisor Malik, do you want to watch reruns of the Golden Girls with me? I love the Golden Girls. Can you, can you name the Golden Girls, Judah? Let's go on a two-shot. I definitely cannot. Dorothy Spornak, Sophia Petrillo... Rose Nylon, and the timeless Blanche Devereaux. It's somewhat troubling that you know all those so well. Love the Golden Girls. There it is. Mario Lopez had a guest spot on the Golden Girls. He needed some tutoring from Dorothy Zbornak. Do you know Mario Lopez's number one role he's ever played? Uh, it was on uh, uh, the Bell Show, right? Say by the bell. Yeah. What does AC Slater stand for? AC. Uh, air conditioning. Albert Clifford. <laughs> Absolutely charming. Abnormally cruel. Alrighty then. I'd love to watch the Golden Girls with you, Supervisor Malik, while eating some Werther's Originals. We could have some tea. Are you saying she's old? Is she young? <laughs> no. Okay. 
I just uh, I felt like you were making some implications there. My point is not prioritizing economic development because you're not going to have a business that employs a boatload of people that creates a ton of incremental tax revenue that's looking to take $5 billion of development money and essentially create an epicenter not seeing the forest through the trees and, and, and helping them get water, which is a thousand feet from them, is the definition of short-sighted. It's short-sighted. Almoral County erred. No doubt. My point is, I've been in Charlottesville for 23 years. And I'll say this with confidence and conviction. I've never seen the city of Charlottesville, and it pains me to say this, having an effing building on the downtown mall that I'd love to give to my kids. It pains me to say this. I've never seen more competition for Charlottesville City than right now. Deep Throat said it the other day. Charlottesville, you better stop being high on your own supply. And Charlottesville residents, part of this is on you. You allowed wokeism and activism and socialism to intimidate you. And it's intimidated you for three or four election cycles. And those three or four election cycles have created a panhandling and homelessness problem. Those three or four election cycles have created a rezoning and upzoning and draft zoning ordinance problem. Those three or four election cycles have created a 11 vacancies on the downtown mall, the most I've ever seen. Those three or four election cycles have created terrible national news. Those three or four election cycles undoubtedly were one of the influences of August 12, 2017, whether you want to admit it or not. Whether you want to admit it or not, they impacted A12, 2017. Those three or four election cycles had us on the national news when Nakia Walker compared Charlottesville to cum-stained sheets. Were those not the exact words, Judah? I believe they were. The exact same. The mayor of Charlottesville compared Charlottesville to cum stained sheets and rape. Yeah. And I use those words very lightly, not very lightly. Mm. Not very lightly at all, but the mayor said them. You get them bed, you make. And if you choose to make your bed like this, voters and citizens and taxpayers, this is what happens. Louisa blossoms, Orange blossoms, Waynesboro blossoms, Stanton blossoms. Because people like me who risk everything to try to get ahead are saying, to heck with this place, I'll go somewhere else. And a lot of that Wokeism, socialism, and activism has crept in, my favorite word, matriculated into <laughs> Albemarle County. Do you want me to look that up for you? I, it's now a joke on the show. I know. It's now a joke on the show. You know why it's matriculated into Albemarle County? 
because of the uh, the matricle down theory. <laughs> that was good. Nicely found you. Props to you. Because Charlottesville has such limited housing and it's gotten so expensive, that ideology has crept into Albemarle, undoubtedly the urban ring, and Albemarle is now being influenced with this kind of Charlottesville thinking. Mm -hmm. Let's get to comments. Warrior AG, Ann Malik has made a lot of false promises to the citizens of Crozet, mm -hmm. and I think this may be a huge reason you're seeing a lot of Brad Rickle signs all over Crozet. Warrior AG, I'm going to quote, retweet that. Amen. Warrior AG has been watching and listening to our content since I host a syndicated radio show called The Jerry Miller Show on 13 ESPN affiliates over 16 years ago. Ginny, Ginny Who says bullseye, Jerry. I'm going I'm to respond to Ginny Who with a bullseye emoji. Ginny Who, you're the best. Deep Throat. Ooh, Deep Throat. I love when you watch the program. Deep Throat. <laughs> From your mouth to my wife's ears about moving. We'll facilitate that deal for you on the I Love Seville Network and save you six points, Deep Throat. I'll, only, I'll save you four and a half points. I'll charge you a point and a half. Deep Throat also says, that's so funny that Dylan's rule says that. I always say Charlottesville is the hole in the yummy CVA donut, Central Virginia donut. <laughs> he also says, Almarle County can't build a local business owner an extra 1,000 foot of water pipe. But hey, the Department of Defense wants a few hundred acres of buffer and 50 million coming right up, sir. He's talking about Rivanna Station. Mm -hmm. I think Rivanna Station was a good move, Deep Throat keeping the Department of Defense here. Supervisor Donna Price called the Rivanna Station $50-plus million investment the best economic development in Albemarle County history, right there with the University of Virginia. He also says, Deep Throat does, uh, of a piece with an economic development strategy that involves running around looking for employers to lure here, bringing with them outsiders to outbid locals for housing, but does very little to generate employment for our underemployed or underpaid locals. I don't think local government cares about underemployed locals. It sucks to say that. Yeah. You know how you can prioritize underemployed and underpaid locals and help them get jobs by offering tax incentives for development for these businesses with caveats or contingencies that say you have to hire within the community. Mm -hmm. Hey, come to Albemarle. We'll help you bid it, build here. We'll help you come to market, but you have to hire X percentage of your workforce from within the community. Who has done that? Who has prioritized that? Go to a one shot so they can see the headlines. You, people are split on your hair, by the way. <laughs> There's a dozen comments here. I'd say half are in favor of leave Judah alone. <laughs> it's his hair. Thank you. You want to say thank you to them? Uh, thank you. And very the other much. half are saying, Judah, you look younger with the shorter hair. I'm not growing it five feet long. I just want the, the last time I got, the last time we got it cut, it, I was, I didn't want that much off the top. I'm fine with the back and sides being short like this. 
uh, I just want to, you know, I, I want my, my waves back. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry I'm trying to have influence on your hair. I should not. I apologize. Judah, you can do whatever you want with your hair. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> okay. Vanessa Parkhill says you might want to check the job openings at Hershey. The apprentice position is paying 26 bucks an hour, others in the $40 an hour range. She says, obviously these are working shifts, but so are nurses. The jobs that are coming here, I respect that comment, Vanessa. She's the queen of Earliesville, and she's one of my favorite viewers and listeners. Vanessa Parkhill is the mother of one of my favorite athletes that's ever matriculated <laughs> through Central Virginia, and Lee Parkhill, a standout athlete at St. Anne's Belfield Academy. Love Lee Parkhill. I met Lee Parkhill for the first time at the Falcon Club Awards Banquet when Gary Parkhill invited me to sit at his table. Vanessa was there too. Love your family, Vanessa. I'll, I'll respectfully challenge your comment and with the utmost respect because I got nothing but love for you. The jobs that are being created in this market with data science and biotech and UVA professorship and Amazon are going to be we're talking $150,000, $175,000 base jobs. I was playing squash with a dart in second year. Dart in second year. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. This guy has, is going to graduate in the top 5% of his darting class. I said, give me some. He actually asked me for, he asked me for advice. There's about a 10-year gap between this, this guy and me. He's, I hate to say this, better at me than squash. And... He's asking me for advice of how to negotiate his contracts. He says, this is what I got. I have a quarter million dollars in debt from Darden, $250,000. Mm -hmm. That's at a fixed interest rate. It's not floating debt at 7%. I'm going to head to Manhattan potentially. I have one offer at the place that I intern at the summer between my first and second year. And they've offered me a $40,000 signing bonus. That $40,000 signing bonus, sign-on bonus, but they don't pay that $40,000 sign-on bonus till the fourth week is completed of work. They basically dangle this 40G payment to make sure he produces over four weeks. He's going to have to work 90 hours a week. He's getting paid a $150,000 base salary, $150K, with an option of up to $50,000 in bonuses at the end of the first year, which is based on KPIs, key performance indicators, and performance. So total compensation, money alone, if he does everything right and earns 50 grand bonus, and few folks are probably going to earn the 50 grand bonus because they have a tier structure, like a bell curve with grading, 150 base, call it 40 Gs, he's going to get the 40 G sign-on bonus, he's at 190, and he can get potentially 50K in bonus. That's $240,000. And this is somebody with no work experience. These are the people that are going to come here. $240,000 with no work experience. And this is at the bottom of the totem pole guy. 
This is a guy that's going to be expected to work 80 to 90 hours a week. He has no life. He's going to have to show up to work before the sun rises and leaves after the sun sets. And they're going to feed him at work and expect him to eat at his desk. $240,000 in total compensation, not including benefits, matching 401k, vacation, cell phone, and a laptop. Total compensation when you include all those factors is probably $260,000, $270,000 to start. And he's the lowest guy on the totem pole. When you bring in low guys on the totem poles for these data science jobs, these biotech jobs, these Amazon web service jobs, you're going to need middle and upper management as well. So if the lowest guy in the totem pole is $260K, I would imagine it's probably safe to say middle management's at three or above, and upper management's at 500 or above. Ladies and gentlemen, the median household income, according to HUD in the area, is 123,300. You have a 2x delta, literally a 2x delta, with, with the current median income per household, according to HUD, and the bottom of the totem pole guy that's coming out of graduate school. Yeah. A 2x delta. Middle management's going to have a 3x delta, and upper management's going to have a 4 to 5 plus x delta. Mm-hmm. Locals can't compete with that. $26 Hershey plant worker can't compete with that. Yeah. Kyle Irvin, I 100% agree with you. Work-life balance is key, man. Money ain't everything. You're 100% right. And I can Amen. speak from firsthand experience about that. 15 years into being self-employed, the first 11 or 12 years of me being self-employed, 80 hours, 85 hours of work for yours truly. It wasn't to the last three years and change that I got a much reasonable, much more reasonable schedule, call it four years and change, and what created work-life balance for me was the birth of our oldest son. I'm proud of this kid on a daily basis. He does things on a daily basis that legitimately make me feel a feeling that I've never felt before. He walked into the first day of kindergarten. Did I tell this story already? I don't know. We dropped him off at the first day of kindergarten. And he got out of the truck, walked in the door with his big backpack that has superheroes on it, like Captain America, and give me some of the other uh, superheroes that he likes. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, the, the, the ones that wear red and, red and blue. Captain America, Spider-Man is on there. What's the other red and blue one? You know these better than me. Uh, are they all Marvel? I, th- I think a lot of them are Marvel. He likes the red and blue ones. I mean, Superman is red and blue. He's on there. Who else? Okay. Uh, Captain America, Superman, Spider-Man. What's the other one? Uh, this is literally red, right up your alley. Red and yellow is uh, is Iron Man. Superman, I know that's Maria one Mar- of his favorites. He likes uh, Iron Man. There's there's two of them. It's Captain America and, and another one. And they're there. all red and blue. He likes red and blue. Those are his favorite colors. Who else is on that damn backpack? I mean, you got to give me something more than superhero wearing red and blue tied to Marvel. And maybe well, DC Comics. I don't know. Well, Superman is DC, so if it's Marvel and DC, I mean, you've just doubled the playing field. I... 
he walks into school with this backpack that's too big for him. He's got his Yeti with his name on it, this Yeti water bottle in the, the pocket on the side. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he walks into this kindergarten, into the door of the school. The backpack, I'm going to stand up here for a second. Maybe you go studio camera, go studio camera. And he walks in, right? And the backpack is like, is this right here is a good studio camera spot for me? Yeah, Can we anywhere. turn this mic on? I'm, wow, uh, we're asking you to do a lot of things here. That's the one that I that I Should had I to, to this unplug. One over here? Yeah, that's the one. All right. So am I? Is this mic on? That mic is on. So he walks into school, and he's like, he's a kindergartner. He's five and a half. He walks into school, and the backpack is like basically dangling around the bottom of his bottom. We let him out of the truck. My wife's driving. I'm in the shotgun. Our nine and a half, our nine month old, God, our nine month old is now nine months. Jeez, is in the is in the car seat, and he gets out the back right door. I'm sitting shotgun directly behind him. We look out the the side window, the shotgun window, as we drop him off in the in the car in the car line, and he walks in. The backpack is dangling behind him on his body, and Judah, mm-hmm. he doesn't even look back. Walked in with a swagger. He's just like. Just like that. Walked in with swagger, dude. You might, we, so we don't have a reverb effect. Let's turn that one. Let's cut the volume on that one. And I was so proud of him at that moment. Fearless, radiating, radiating confidence and charisma and coolness. Cooler than the other side of the pillow. As, as the late, great Stuart Scott used to say. My wife, she appreciated it too, but it brought tears to her eyes because she goes, at least he could have turned around and said, bye, mom. <laughs> Didn't even care. Just like walking away from an explosion. Didn't even care. But it was the birth of these two boys, my oldest in particular, that said, I need to change some things. I need some balance. And now, instead of later nights, and you see this, I mean, still, there's times where I go home for dinner, put them to bed, help bathe them, and then get back on the grind for work. But I'm, you know, showing up here at like 6.30, 7 o'clock, 7.15, and now the clients that want to do business with us, we, we work with the clients that will work with our rate structure and what our protocols are. We're fortunate in that we're, we're good at what we do, right? Yeah. Are we on a two-shot? Yeah. Would you say we're pretty damn good at what we do? Yeah, when we've got the time. Pretty damn good at what we do, right? Not every client is the same. Oh, Not no. every dollar is the same. Mm-hmm. It's taken me a while to realize that. If you're launching a business, not every dollar is the same. It's now I take, I take conference calls at 6.45 a.m. and meetings at 7.15. Meetings at 7.30 in the morning. What time do you get to work? 9.30. You got, the, you got a great job, dude. Uh, okay. 9.30 a.m. arrival. Get to do this is your job. Sit in a chair, talk on a microphone, 
about the community you live in. Jamie Turner says, a lot of companies adjust salaries for cost of living. Cost of living in Seville is not the same as Manhattan or D.C., getting there potentially. Johnny Arnalysis says Thor. Maria Marshall Barnes says Superman. I think Thor is on there. Is he red and blue? Thor's a good one. He's red and blue and yellow. He says red and blue. Thor. I think Thor is on there. Jamie Turner says that's poverty in Manhattan. I don't know, man. 300K... 300K in Manhattan, I think, is above the poverty level in, in New York City. If, if he was clocking 125, 150 in Manhattan, then that's poverty. My wife was working. Is my wife watching the program right now? Are you watching the program right now, sweetheart? My wife used to work for Blackstone, uh, a hedge fund in Manhattan. And she was, her takeaway pay before I met her, so this was 2015, she and I met on an airplane. You were there. Mm-hmm. We met July 10th on an airplane. She was working for Blackstone by August 29th. So less than two months, call it a month and a half, she had quit her job at Blackstone and moved in with me at our house in Redfields. Now we live in Keswick. I met her July 10th on an airplane, changed seats to sit next to her, romanced her for the long weekend she was here, and by August 29th, she had quit her job and moved in with me. Her parents are like, what are you doing? Now we have two boys. Love her dearly. The Rock and Foundation. But in 2015, she was clocking with bonus. She left. If she had stayed through that year, she would have gotten a 30K bonus at Blackstone but chose instead August 29th to move down here as opposed to working September, October, November, and December, four more months to collect a 30K bonus. She passed on that. She probably knew what a 30K bonus was worth there. She, with that 30K bonus, was clocking like 130, 140 a year. And that 130, 140 for a year at Blackstone, she still had either two or three other roommates, was living in the Upper East Side, and didn't have, I would say, she had a solid 401k, but not the deepest savings. I think she would agree with that as well. 300 is different, though, I'd say, Jamie Turner. I think you can, you can do something on 300 there. And basically, his bonus structure, if he, if he stays, um, if he does this grind for two years, they've indicated to him he's going to get promoted, and he gets a 25, 25% bump in pay. Nice. Let's get to the Fortune 500 news. I've had now, is the gentleman still watching? Are you still watching? Yeah, he's still watching. So I get a, I get a message right before the show from a viewer and listener that's an insider. I'll just leave it at that. It's an insider. How would you characterize an insider? An insider is somebody who works for a company has inside information that probably is not available to people not working inside the company. I think that's a good description. So a a number of insiders are watching this program. Uh, What are the insiders to? We have friends that are insiders in a number of different lines of work. Okay. Whether development, elected officials, 
money guys, finance guys, and the front office of schools. Everybody's an insider somewhere. I, I disagree with that. You disagree with that? Yeah. Yeah, not everybody has all the information, but most people work somewhere where they could be an insider. Some people have a more robust level of inside information. And one of the things that happens on this program is we get a boatload of insider information. And sometimes that inside information has strings attached to it. And I have to determine whether I want that information with the strings that are attached to them. So I have to weigh the pros and cons of that information that I'm getting. And other people just provide information because they love the talk show and want to hear it discussed. Mm -hmm. We're part of a landlord group that meets quarterly. We're talking the heaviest of heavy hitters. We're part of an angel entrepreneur bring business to market group. Mm -hmm. Had a conversation earlier today that we're considering launching a venture fund. I get, I call it 20 to 30 business owners coming to me with spreadsheets and models and, 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 and here's my idea to scale my business. I want to go from mid cap to large cap or I want to go small cap to mid cap or I want to take a business to market. I'd say 20 to 30 of these happen to me. Heck, F, I'd say, what do you say, once a month? 20 to 30 of these a month? I'm not sure why you're asking me. I mean, you do you not listen to the conversations we have or are you just so focused on other things that you're not hearing what's happening. You have an opportunity to be the fly on the wall and to hear information that is like... You're talking about listening on phone conversations? I mean, or meetings? You, you really don't? How often am I here for those? I, I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't think I... You don't hear. listen to the phone calls ever? Or when the meetings... Okay. All you're right. Pacing, I respect that. I'm pacing I, around. I, I've got all right. way too much work to do. I apologize. To be sitting around like... I apologize. Okay. What are they talking about? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Stand corrected. Apologize. So the idea would be, this is one I'm percolating. My wife's not crazy about this because she's like, dude, let's just, just continue doing what we got here. We gotta, it's, things are good. The idea would be to take a fund at the 25 to 30 million clip and take brands and businesses to market. Zoning, real estate, branding, advertising, problem solving, fixing shit. Sorry, I promised my wife that I, I said SHIT the other day on the show and my wife was driving our boys home from school and our, um. oldest, our oldest said, <laughs> Daddy said a bad word. <laughs> that disappointed me. I gotta At least be a, he knows it's a bad word. I got to be a better example. I know, that, that may be disappointed in myself. We bring businesses to market. And as we bring them to market, there's a fee for each step, and we take a percentage of the business to bring them to market. So that's the thing that we're percolating right now. Long story short, a couple of insiders let me know that there's a Fortune 500 company coming to the JCPenney space in Fashion Square Mall. Fashion Square Mall, 
JCPenney Place. This is the insider information I got. Jerry, I'm hearing a Fortune 500 company is going into the front half of the JCPenney. Albemarle County did not lease the entire portion of the building, and I have heard a Fortune 500 company is taking the remaining front portion facing Route 29. Please keep my name off the record. My contact spoke with people inside JCPenney's and was inquiring about what they were using the space for. They plan to do fire truck and, and repair of Albemarle County vehicles inside the bays of JCPenney, but they also told my contact about a Fortune 500 company going in the front portion of JCPenney. They were told it's not public information yet. I wanted to pass this on to you. It could be a good topic for the show. This same person shared with me that Home Depot was coming to Fashion Square Mall and buying Fashion Square Mall before anyone else was reporting this news, even you, Jerry. So I took this information. First, I asked him, can I speak about this on the show? He said, yes, just don't use my name. And then he said, can you provide me any information? Here's the strings attached to it. Here's the strings attached. There's always a string attached. The string attached is the information you get trade with me. I gave you this. I know you'll get more information on it and then just pass it along to me so I can be on the cusp of what's happening. So then I reach out to my contacts, other insiders, and I ask them about this. And the other insiders, one of them has since responded and confirmed with me that this news is true. So I'm going to try to get deeper into this story for you. TV stations are watching the program right now. Newspaper, you're watching the program right now. I would imagine you're going to turn this into news. I would imagine the pro Renata story we did yesterday is going to be news as well. I see you watching the show. Maybe you give us some attribution from time to time. Good night. It's called journalistic integrity. I will follow this story, a Fortune 500 company coming to JCPenney. Judah, look at what's happening, man. Amazon Web Services, $11 billion, and Louisa County by 2040. Mm -hmm. Paul Manning Biotech Institute, $100 million funding by Paul Manning of PBM. UVA said this is going to create two to 3,000 3, incremental six-figure jobs. UVA is expanding its student population, its student enrollment, and is going to hire more professors to accommodate that enrollment. Friend of the program, Joffrey Woodruff, playing squash with him yesterday. Joffrey, enjoyed playing with you yesterday. Data Science School, he's funding himself. Fortune 500 company coming to JCPenney. I explained to the mayor, who's 25 feet down the hall from us, that population's going to boom. He says, I don't think it's going to boom like you're saying. And I said, Mayor Snook, pal, chum. Read the tea leaves. Homie, buddy, look. And he goes, oh. And quotes, gives a quote to the reporter two days ago in the Daily Progress, verbatim what I said to him. And when he gave that quote to the Daily Progress, verbatim what I said to him, that was before the $11 billion investment by Amazon and the Fortune 500 company coming to JCPenney. Yeah. 
Let's get to comments. Grayson, North Downtown. Jerry, I said this last week on your program. I let folks know on our street in North Downtown about your show, and now when we walk, my wife and I, our dog, around our street, we stop in yards when we see neighbors up front, and we literally talk about what you and Judah had to say that day. Please do not underestimate the influence you have in this community. You have become the news for our market. Thank you for what you do, and please let Judah decide what he wants to do with his hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> Judah's got a lot of fans. I'm sorry, Judah. Vanessa Parkle says Judah could be an insider. I don't think Judah, I genuinely don't think Judah's listening to the meetings or the phone calls or the Zooms or listening to the, I don't think you are, are you? I mean, I hear some of it, but I'm, it's not like, I, I can't split my attention from whatever I'm working on to like try to catch everything you say as you're pacing around and uh, it's, it's not like you're sitting next to me talking perfectly clear the whole time. Okay. I also trust you. I mean, he's worked 13 years here. I, I've said this so many times. You're, the number one quality I find most appealing about you is trust. Judah deposits checks. Judah has keys to the place. Do you guys have any idea how many logins and passwords on social media we have for people in this community, including elected officials and state delegates and state senators? as they log into our infrastructure, tell them. More than you could possibly count, right? Well, I could count them all, but... You choose not to. There are a lot. Because we live stream the show to their respective social channels because there's strings attached. And they want... Uh, coverage? Exposure. Yeah. That's why they come on. What do you make of the Laura Fawner to Passiflora? We'll get to the Greene County story in a matter of moments. Massive development project broken ground in Greene County. How about Laura Fawner, Passiflora, downtown mall? I think it's great. You want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty sure after trusting uh, Hunter Smith that she's uh, she's gotten she's probably gotten some better representation. It's her friend from high school who's her investor. Okay. Friend from high school is investing in a restaurant. She's going to run the restaurant. Her friend from high school is going to be the finance and back end of the restaurant. I would imagine she's learned her lesson from the Hunter Smith fiasco about vetting the finances and keeping a closer eye on bill pay. Yeah, no doubt. What do you make of the Passiflora location? I think it's a good location if, uh, you know. You know I, who the landlord is? Uh, I remember reading, but uh, oh, I can't remember the name. Alan Kajin. Yeah. The bi-coastal attorney who owns Trophy Properties Passiflora. He owns Rapture. He owns the... West Main Street parking lot where the Amtrak station is, the Wild Wing Cafe building. He owns 
Public Fish and Oyster, the building. Mm-hmm. He owns Shenanigans, the building, that entire strip. Alan Kajin and Gabe Silverman, the late great Gabe Silverman who has passed away, you could make a legitimate comment that Alan Kajin is maybe the most influential I'm going to choose my words carefully here because Alan Kajin is listening, listens to and watches this show. Ali, are you watching right now? Are you in San Francisco or Charlottesville right now, Ali? Text me. It's either Ali Kajin. Ali, Ali Kajin owns, with Ludwig Kutner, friend of the program, X, X Park. I can make a legitimate argument that maybe Ali Kajin, Ludwig Kutner, or Corin Capshaw are your two most powerful and influential real estate magnets in Central Virginia. You can make the same argument for Wendell Wood. You used to be able to make the same argument of Dr. Charles Hurt of Virginia Land Company, Wendell Wood of United Land Company. Wendell does more land banking, though. And Wendell's holdings aren't nearly as prolific in the city of Charlottesville as Alley's and Ludwig's and Corin's. Wendell's holdings, United Land Company, are prolific in Albemarle County. Not so much in Charlottesville City. You can make a legitimate argument that Alley, Market Street Market, you, Roger Voisinet is watching. Are you in Canada right now, Roger, where you're watching? Or are you back in Charlottesville? The purple building on West Main Street? Where Feast is located in Orzo, Ali Kajin owns that. Shenanigans and that financial advisor and the one bridal salon, he owns that. He owns the building where Public is. He owns Tonic. He owns the buildings behind Tonic on Market Street. He owns Rapture. He owns Passiflora. He co-owns Ix Park. He owns the... Uh, parking lot by the Amtrak and Wow Wing Cafe. He does not own the code building, Roger. Oh, are you at the code building right now? Is that where you're at right now, Roger Voisinet? At the code building? The owner of the code building is friend of the program, gentleman I played squash with yesterday, Jeffrey Woodruff. He developed that. You could make a legitimate argument that Jeffrey's in the top Top five or seven. Oh, you're at the code building right now, Roger. Okay, that's cool. Gotcha. I thought you were still in Canada. You can make a legitimate argument that front of the program, Jaffrey Woodruff, is one of the most influential real estate holders in the city of Charlottesville. Understood, Roger. You're at the code building now. You know, you know it's owned by Jaffrey and it's not owned by Allie. I misunderstood you. Gotcha, sir. Here's my take on Laura Foner and Passiflora. Is Laura watching right now? Chef Foner, are you watching? Chef Foner, the maker of delicious dumplings. Chef Foner, the fiery, fiery personality that I like. I say bravo, Laura Foner. It's poetic justice, as Judah said, that she's taking over the restaurant that Hunter Smith used to own. I'm sure when she had that opportunity, it was kind of like a twist the knife, stick it in his gut, rip his intestines out, and watch him bleed before my very eyes. That's what she was thinking. Quite possibly. One of the developers that watches this show, I won't say who it was, reached out to Keith Smith, who's watching now, 
and said, Jerry, will you help me do an introduction with Laura? We didn't do that because this was percolating, the passiflora. I have a couple of concerns. Here are the concerns I have. Are you ready? Mm. I am concerned about restaurants in general because of the labor market and the cost of goods market. I'm concerned that finding labor is as challenging it's ever been for restaurants. I'm concerned that there are too many restaurants locally. I'm concerned that outer counties like Stanton and Louisa, Waynesboro and Albemarle and Orange and Gordonsville are pulling the competition and customer base away from Charlottesville. I also know that she's renting an extremely expensive location with a landlord who listens and watches the program that has leases that are as thick as the Old Testament or the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Is it Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, Romans, Corinthians? Uh, some of them. In the New Testament? Yeah, there's a lot more than that, though. No, but it starts Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I learned this in Sunday school. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, Romans, Deuteronomy? No, Deuteronomy is in the Old Testament. Testament. Genesis is the first book of the... I think Hebrews might be after Acts. I should look that up. I have a 2 o'clock meeting with a heavy hitter. First books... In the old, in the New Testament, New Testament books in order. Ready? You want to sing them with me? Is that, is that a yes? Can you find the books in the New Testament? Yeah. Bible in chronological order. Oh, here it is. I went to Catholic school. I should know this. I used to be able to sing these. You got them? Man, these are hard to find online. The New Testament, books of the Bible. Just give me the damn... Oh, I shouldn't say that. Just give me the... I'm sorry. Just give me the... All right, I got them. You ready? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians. I was right. But that was to the point. 2 Corinthians. Galatians. Galatians. Ephesians. Ephesians. Philippians. Colossians. 1 and 2 Thessalonians. 1 Timothy. First and Second Timothy, Titus, Titus Philemon, Hebrews, Hebrews James, First and Second Peter, First and Second John, Third John, <laughs> <laughs> Jude, and Revelation. Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, oh, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is my favorite. Can you say Deuteronomy three times fast? Probably. Will you do it? Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. That's a great word, isn't it? It's an interesting word. Deuteronomy. Kajin's leases are the thickest and most detailed of any leases in Charlottesville, Virginia. It's literally the thickness of the Old or New Testament. He's also very quick to initiate kicking people to the curb if something doesn't go according to plan like payment 
We saw that with Jackie Dunkel at Tin Whistle Irish Pub. They had beef over live music. She wasn't following what he wanted from a time standpoint with playing live music or cutting the live music off. And she also wasn't paying her rent on time. Hmm. And that led to the That'll do it. demise of Tin Whistle Irish Pub. It's now tonic. Neil Williamson, who's an insider himself. Neil, are you still watching right now? Neil. Oh, Neil is watching. Hello, Neil. Love you, Neil. Um, he sent me an email today about Green County uh, and a development project. The villages of Terrace Green are underway, Judah. Hmm. Ground was broken to start the villages at Terrace Green in Green County. At completion, this unique village development is planned to have 282 townhomes, 30 live-work townhomes, 40,000 square foot of retail, 20,000 square feet of office space, recreational space, and 150,000 square feet of light industrial space. This walking community located below the Ruckersville Water Tower will provide an attractive live, work, shop, and play ecosystem. Hmm. I'll read it again. Ground was broken recently to start the villages at Terrace Green. At completion, this unique village development is planned to have 282 townhomes, 30 live, work townhomes, 40,000 square feet. Oh, I got a phone call from a developer here. Hello? Jared. Yes, I'm live on air. Can I give you a call right back on this number? Perfect. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm uh, at home. I'm covering from another heart attack. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I will call you back after this. No problem. Anytime. Take care. Dang, now they're hard time? Makes me sad. The unique village development is planned to have 282 townhomes, 30 live work townhomes, live work townhomes, 40,000 square feet of retail, 20,000 square feet of office space, recreational space, and 150,000 square feet of light industrial space. This walking community located below the Ruckersville Water Tower will provide an attractive live, work, and shop community. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing this with me, Neil Williamson. He's the president of the Free Enterprise Forum. Everybody should support the Free Enterprise Forum. Give him money. Support him. Neil Williamson, Free Enterprise Forum. Please. Please. Ooh, Deep Throat, I'm coming to you. Deep Throat says this. Judah, if you let your hair get too long, people will think they are watching the Shilling Show. Uh, it's not going to happen. He also said the median apartment rent in Manhattan is now like 5000 a month. If you believe the 30% of income metric, 180 k is what you need to not be rent stressed. 180 k we said that my colleague, the second-year Darden student that's about to graduate, is making 240. So 5K is the median apartment rent, and he's clocking 240. That 30% number is well below. He's well. He's got a great little delta going on there. Hmm. Have we covered all the headlines today? We've talked Ann Malik and how she's one of the Golden Girls. I mean, a board of supervisor candidate, supervisor officer. 
We've talked the significant development project in green. We've talked Fortune 500 company to the J.C. Penney space. We talked Laura Foner taking over the Hunter Smith Passiflora space on the downtown mall with a silent investor that she went to high school with. Laura Foner, wish you the best of luck. We talk clearly the citizenship is going to expand dramatically with six-figure jobs. Data science, biotech, UVA enrollment expanding, professors being hired, Fortune 500 coming to JCPenney, and $11 billion in, in, invested into Louisa County by Amazon Web Services. Frankly speaking, I think we've done a phenomenal job today. Don't you? Yeah. I think this has been just a, a, a bang-up dynamite show. You agree? Yeah. I thought you did an excellent job. Thank you. Warrior AG says, so true, Amazon will pay more. But to a blue-collar worker who doesn't have that college degree, who makes $15 an hour at UVA, McDonald's, or 26 at Hershey, that will be a life-changer and a deal-breaker for many. Ginny Hu says, that confidence stems from the secure feelings you've given him at home. He knows you'll be back, your son, no need to panic. I was always grateful that all three of mine headed into activities alone without the teary meltdowns. Ginny Hu, that means a lot. Thank you for saying that. My wife and I work very, very hard with our boys. Thank you for saying that, Ginny Hu. means a lot for you to say that. And most of that, uh, most of those props should go to my wife. She's amazing. She spends the most time with them. I'm getting a little choked up over here. Hmm. I cry at Toy Story now. When those toys were discarded to the daycare. Oh, yeah. Why were those daycare kids so mean to the toys? Why did they destroy the toys? Why did they hurt have the toys? Have you never met a child? You've I got have two, two of them. them. Why did they hurt the toys? They didn't need to hurt the toys like they did. They ripped their arms out and they took their eyes off and they ripped <laughs> their shoes off and their feet. Why were they mean to the toys? Oh, come on. You and I have probably done far worse to our toys. It be so sad. That's the show. Judah, you did a great job today. Thank you. We got a 2 o'clock meeting with a heavy hitter. Evidently, you don't listen to the meetings. You can do whatever you want with your hair, Judah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I have your permission. You know I'm just joshing, right? Yeah. All right. And you know it's going to grow whether uh, you want it to or not. And you know in the, grand, in the grand scheme of things, I don't care. And eventually I'll hire a lawnmower. In the grand scheme of things, I don't care. In the grand scheme of things, you know what the only thing I care about when it pertains to you? No. I just want you to be happy. I just want you to be happy. See, my number one objective for the people in my life. What can I do to make these people happy? Literally. Judah Wickhauer is the man. I'm proud to sit across from him doing this show. We've gone 90 minutes without stopping on the I Love Seville show. Today's program was presented by the Charlottesville Police Department. Play some of those videos that humanize and localize and personalize the Charlottesville Police Department. Be the change you want to see and join the Charlottesville Police Department. Mike Cotchis needs our help. Join the department. Let's fill the department. Police Chief Cotchis has worked extremely hard. 
We'll also give some props to Skuma Boutique Dispensary. There's a little bit of irony there. That Skuma Boutique Dispensary and the chief, the police department are two presenting sponsors. But David Trucarici and Skuma Boutique Dispensary are doing things all above board. Locally owned and operated on the downtown mall, Skuma Boutique Dispensary and the good doctor, Scott Wagner, Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine. This is the I Love Seville show on a Thursday afternoon. We crushed it for you today. We're back in the saddle at 10.15 a.m. with Real Talk and at 12.30 with the I Love Seville show. Take care, everybody.